0: Welcome back to another episode of Chainsaws and Claws, a killer monster podcast. I'm Rob the Slasher Drunkie.
1: I'm Patrick Vicious.
0: And today uh, we have another exciting double for you, the essentially uh, the Haunts from Hell. You're to say this
1: is the Patrick's Erection special, because I have uh, pushed for this since the, the, the fucking beginning. When we first started putting together pairings. This was like the I, yeah. first one that I suggested.
0: Yeah, this this is definitely like the the, the 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 first one. And like I literally should have just let Patrick fucking uh intro both of them uh cuz then know how much he <laughs> loves both of them. But uh yes, we are discussing Hellfest and Haunt. Um They were not released the same year, correct? Yeah, they
1: were a year apart, I think. I think it was yeah. 2018 was Hellfest and 2019 was Haunt, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah. Um it's, it's funny um like the reason i wanted to uh let you intro hellfest um is another reason why i didn't because i know how to, how much you prefer the other film but um it, uh, there's a funny story about your preference for haunts over hellfest
1: <laughs> i knew you were gonna fucking do it it's still oh you <laughs> motherfucker, go
0: ahead. <laughs> Oh, you want me to tell the story? I can um, tell it if you
1: want. It just it still upsets me. Like literally, whenever I think about it, it causes me intense fucking embarrassment and shame.
0: And, 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 and like, like, all right. So here's the thing. So, um, Patrick, uh, as as we stated, is a huge fan of both movies, but he prefers Haunt more. And I think it was Michelle, yes. who uh, uh, she had watched Hellfest and was. Thinking about watching Haunt, and you had said that you 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 like Hellfest a lot, but you prefer Haunt. You think Haunt's a better uh, version of the same story, and the director of Hellfest <laughs> chimed in, and it was like. What did he say, that uh, he, he agrees with a part of your statement and not the second part? Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that, I mean, that, that,
1: it's just like, the, is it, I have said so many nice things about Elfes. I know! And this, was, makes- and this was before anyone said nice things about Elfes. Like, the last couple of years, I feel like it found, like, an audience. Yeah. But, I, like, I watched it um, before anyone cared about it. When everyone just kind of either didn't know what it was or didn't care and I was, like, actively fighting for it. The one goddamn time I said something that kind of leaned negative is the one goddamn time the fucking director saw it.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's, that's what's funny to me, because if you uh, uh, go on uh, Patrick's uh, uh, Twitter account and you, you search Hellfest... He has all the nice things to say about Hellfest. Like there's literally like fucking like hundreds and hundreds of tweets about like oh Hellfest rules and Hellfest is rad and Hellfest Hellfest Hellfest. That's the one time that was just like that it was it, it wasn't Like that, it was less positive. It was still positive, but it was less positive than all your other tweets, and that was when the director noticed. (laughs) It was like, yeah, like okay, thanks for that. (laughs) Patrick's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I love Hellfest. (laughs) Like you should have screenshotted all the goddamn tweets and showed to like Patrick has been on a one man crusade to show his love for Hellfest. And then, like, like, oh, I think Hans better. <laughs> was like, fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah. That's 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 the yes. That is what that is a thing that happened that I don't. It's it's not a fun story for me, but that's fine. The best part of that entire story was I probably when this happened had, I'm guessing. Less than half, maybe a third, of the followers that I have now. So, like, in theory, no one was paying attention to me. Random, like, 500-whatever following guy. And the one goddamn thing that happened. Like, nobody, not once, has Becker Woods fucking been like, oh, that guy really likes Haunt. Not goddamn once, but the one fucking time with Hellfest. But, like, okay. So the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people, um, as I said, like I feel like people are finally kind of getting on the train for Hellfest. Um, but I feel like for like a long time people weren't, um, yeah. and because it, it was, like, I feel like I feel like I remember I saw the trailer. I can't remember what I saw it in front of, um, but it was like when I had Movie Pass, so like I saw the trailer like a, ten thousand times. But I saw the trailer um, in front of something, and there was this guy who I'm not going to say his name, but he's in my town. He's really annoying. Like, he's a... He's, like... He has... Like, we we get along when we, like, talk, but, like, his opinions annoy the shit out of me. Um... And he was, like... It's just Funhouse," And I was just, like... I don't want to make this clear to you. So many fucking classic horror movies are ripoffs of other horror movies. Like, that's not a fucking dig in a movie. Like, it's not what you think it is. Like, it's just, like... But, whatever. Like, but he was also the same guy who... I remember he was a seat down from me when we saw, um, they showed um, early footage of Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, it was before it was out. And he was just like, oh, wow, come on, give me something new. And I was like, I don't know what else you can, like, wh- what, what about this isn't new? I, what, what, I don't, I can't, I can't even deal with your shit. I just can't. And I was like, I was just like, but, um, so like I feel like a lot of people kind of dismissed Hellfest, plus also, um the thing was <laughs> i know it was their whole thing was um this was lions gates i guess the plan was to make this in the first of like a franchise that was going to replace saw as like their like october cash cow and then it came out and it didn't like fail because it didn't cost a lot to make so it made its money back but it didn't make like saw money so <laughs> basically their response was We can make more saws, and so ever since they've just kind of gotten back on the saw train. So we had uh, jigsaw, and then spiral, and now saw X (laughs) again. Like, and no more Hellfest, which is a bummer, because like the thing about Hellfest that I think is really cool, personally, is it is one of the only slashers of really like I would say at least the last. 10 years, 15 years, um, that makes no apologies whatsoever. Like, it is literally just doing a straight slasher. There is no, like, there's really no, like, asides to the audience. There's right. really no, like, it's very much like they're just doing a straight up 80s slasher in 2018. And I think that that's really interesting. Plus, uh, the thing that, I guarantee you no other human being will ever say about Hellfest is that to me it is a very John Cassavetes-esque film Um, because if you've watched Cassavetes' work um, uh, where it's all like character based and very kind of uh, improv um, this movie to me feels like that in terms of the dialogue where it actually feels like people talking. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like dialogue like, there's so many and i love obviously i love so many slash movies that don't in any way have this quality it's not like it's a deal breaker for me but yeah. the thing i love about this movie is that um basically as soon as you were introduced to especially like um the main character and uh her love interest all of that shit feels 100 real like yeah. none of that feels like just whatever It's all, like, it's, like, there's a couple of actors, and they're great in the movie, don't get me wrong, but, like, um, that are either entirely too pretty or entirely too acty in this movie. And I love them, don't get me wrong. But, like, those two, it feels real, and that, to me, adds a lot to the horror of the whole thing. Um, Plus the fact that, like, this is one of the only slashers... Um, that really goes all in on fucking practical effects, too. So that's another thing that pisses me off when people are like, um, practical effects, fuck CGI. I'm like, well, you didn't go to fucking see Hellfest, did you? And they did all that. So go fuck yourself, all right? Go fuck. I don't want to hear your shit. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. Yeah, I, I, I agree about like the the Demi couple, you know what I'm saying? You really get into them because it, it feels like a real like, first date between two people, like, you know, that are just hanging out, um, which makes it all the more shocking when the dude gets killed first. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he dies horribly. You know what I'm saying? He gets his head exploded by a, by a mallet. Um, it's just like, I I remember like watching it for the first time and like, I should, I should know, I went into this movie completely blind. Mm. Um, I did not hear about this movie at all. Um, until I saw the, the DVD in, uh, uh, Best Buy. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it was one of those like, you know, old school things where you, you know, you are just browsing like, like, you know, the, 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 the movie section and you see a movie with a cool cover and you're like, Oh, that looks interesting. And it was on sale too. So I was like, I'll grab it. And then, um, like, you know, it, it had to have been around, uh, uh, October, you know what I'm saying because they had all like, you know, the spooky movies on sale. Um so I grabbed it. I think it was like 8.99 um if I'm not mistaken. So so I took it home and I watched it and 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 I you know, enjoyed it for the most part. Um but like yeah, like watching that I was like, "Oh, they 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 killed the the the, the 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 cute the hunky boyfriend first, you know what I'm saying? It's like I I was not well, expecting
1: that. Looking at your description, uh, that I will say like that dude is very handsome. Don't get me wrong, but so because um the other two dudes are so like impressively handsome, especially like the the um like the best friend's uh boyfriend who is yeah. like a model, yeah. um. It you do kind of buy him being like a nerdy, like nebishy, like whatever guy. So it's mm. like God bless them for that.
0: No, yeah, like he he's like the the like the the, the other two dudes could be seen as the Chads, yeah. the Chad the Chad douchebag characters. as us be like fair, those, like I will the, say,
1: especially like Quinn, like the, the 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 main like the main character's best friend's boyfriend doesn't suck at all like, he actually is like oh, yeah. one of the nicest guys in the movie like it's just like it's kind of like the same thing of like it's a really nice subversion like uh the other one uh asher i think his name is uh the asian one um he is kind of a douchebag but he's also weirdly endearing this movie i think is actually also really cool and actually the one thing that's kind of not indicative of 80s slashers is, is that i think all of the characters are likable um, yes. which is, like, not a guarantee by any means when you watch a slasher movie, but it, like, mm. makes things exponentially better. Like, I like all of these people.
0: No, yeah. Like, like yeah, like, that's one thing about slasher that I found weird. Like, I, we we talked about it numerous times where it's just, like, the, the, the need to make certain characters unlikable so, like, you want them to die. And it's, like, I mean, don't you, you know, want them to survive? You know what I'm saying? So it's, like... Make them more sympathetic, so it's just like there's actual tension, and, and when 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 they when they do bite it, but uh, like you know, slasher movies of the '80s didn't seem interested in that. It's just like the, the 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 slasher is the hero of the film, so it's like you want to see these people die. Um, this doesn't do that. Uh, this this makes all, all all main six characters like inherently charming, so it's just like it's 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 a bummer when when any of them bite it. Uh, particularly like uh um like like you said like i i refer to him as hunky boyfriend because you know i'm saying that's the uh the archetype for, for that kind of character even though he's like more like you know nevish uh uh you know nevish love interest i should say um like uh but it, it, my my initial problem with the film is that uh the 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 killings are a little too spaced out for me. That's, that would, well, that's
1: fair. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They 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 they're a little too spaced spaced out. That that was my my problem with the movie. But I enjoyed it overall. Um, it uh, also like I mean it it it's wild that uh, I don't know because well, I think the,
1: honestly the problem is just that they, uh, there's actually like because um, you're not wrong. Um, but my whole thing is. I feel like because they kill Quinn in not like a big kill scene, they just kind of like kill him like really quick. You just feel like stab stab and he's dead. That's an issue. And even though I do love the character, don't get me wrong, but um, the best friend I feel like should have gone down and that would have added next to kill and like you could have put that earlier. But yeah, no, you're not wrong.
0: No, Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's, 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 it's funny enough, like you you mentioned the fun house earlier and it, it, it's it's weird to me, like, because we've we talked about Toby uh, a couple times already on this show, and it's like, I feel like the fun house A couple times,
1: I refer to a month where he got two of the Goddamn episodes, Rob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true, yeah. No, um, but it's weird too because the fun house to me, where they're like they, they, there's quite a few, few few people who like it, particularly um, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie obviously loves the Funhouse. He loves Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the Funhouse, um, but it still feels like his one of his more underrated works, uh, where like people don't talk about it enough. But uh, obviously, there's a fan base for it because you still have people like doing this kind of thing that where it just harkens back to the Funhouse. You know what I'm saying, like this, and then you know, film we're talking about next, and like obviously, uh, Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. I I remember rewatching it recently, uh, and just being like, damn, like you know, <laughs> Rob Zombie really loves the Fun House. I mean, it's obvious his love for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it's like, we we should know he also loves the Fun House. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's funny uh, I
1: actually didn't occur to me because I remember the like, last time I watched, and I'm sorry if this upsets anybody. Um I don't dislike the movie. Um, but I remember like last time I watched House of Because the... when I watched House of the Corpses when it first came out, I loved it. And then like when I watched it like a few years ago, I was like, wow, he literally just made Texas Massacre, but he just fucking threw neon paint and everything. Like and I was just like, but when you say the fun house, I'm like, yeah, I guess that is in there too. I just didn't track that, but that's fair.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, it, it 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 is straight up like down to like, you know, the two couples. Uh, wanting to 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 you know uh, go through this this haunt uh, funhouse, uh, but I you know, I didn't even know until like do my rewatch of the funhouse that uh, those uh, attractions are referred to as dark rides. Okay, and I'm like. Why, why has there never been a horror movie called Dark Ride? There is. And then I found out subsequently that there was, and that, that it's essentially a remake of The Fun House that, that nobody saw or cared for, apparently. <laughs> you know uh,
1: to be fair, it's not super memorable. Because I remember uh, it was one of the uh, eight films to die for, either the first year or the second yeah. year. And it was like, when you're watching that many things, it's just like, there are ones that like stick and ones that don't. And that was one of the ones where I was like,
0: I remember that it exists. That's
1: pretty much all I can tell you about it. <laughs> like
0: What you call it like the only thing like that I think that sticks out to me is that uh, it has ham from the sandlot in it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like that's the only thing that sticks out to me. <laughs> I really you know, I'm really not interested in this, you know what I'm saying, by the looks of it. But it's just like yeah, like that then it needs to be something else that comes out that uh, you know, with the with the title Dark Ride because that is like, you know, a fantastic title for a movie. And it's like, why isn't nobody did this? Like, oh shit, they did and nobody cared. <laughs> but um I I I think this film uh the way like it does that uh style of horror film like, you know, um uh like funhouse style thing. I like the The way it does it in here is like particularly like enjoyable, you know what I'm saying? Where it's just like like a whole park with, that's just like horror themed, um, which, which which I think is really 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 fun. And like I guess like the um uh closest thing you like you compare it to is like when uh, Six Flags uh, did yeah. I, I, did there uh what the fuck do you call it? Cause I don't even they know if they do, do
1: Halloween horror nights in um uh I wanna say in Florida and California. Yeah. For uh here
0: they do Fright Fest. Yeah, that's what it was, Fright Fest. Yeah. Um and, and then it, it kind of feels like that. It kind of feels like, you know what I'm saying, like the 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 hell the whole Hellfest event. It's kind of like a fright fest thing, you know what I'm saying? So, so I thought that's really cool, like you know, to set like a slasher movie within the confines of like something like fright fest because, you know, it it really makes sense, like you know, where the characters realize they're being terrorized by someone, and no one believes them because it's like, look, look where the fuck we're at, you know? What I'm saying they're they're guys in masks constantly over, you know, people acting like they they're, they're getting murdered and all that stuff. So it's like it, it's really believable that when they complain to security, and, and security's just like, "The fuck you want us to do?" You know, this shit's happening all over. If you if you're too scared, get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And like, I I thought that was that 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 was a uh, a real smart way to, to to go about it. Um, you mentioned earlier about like how you feel like more people are are discovering this movie and jumping on the like, Hellfest actually rules bandwagon, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that people were discovering this was written by uh, uh, Akela Cooper.
1: Probably, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, from uh, Malignant and Megan fame. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and and I, I really, you really should say Malignant fame, because but, uh, when I remember when Megan came out, and it was like, uh, uh, from uh, Blumhouse and James Wan, you know what I'm saying, producers of this, and it was like, why are you not noting that this was written by Kayla Cooper, uh, who wrote Malignant? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, I that mean, to be fair,
1: their marketing is fucking weird. Cause I remember, um, I just watched, um, the trailer when I was at Comic Con for, um, Night Swim. And they're like, um, for, <laughs> from James Wan, producer of the Nun. And I was like, really? That's, that's where we're gonna go with, with James Wan, huh? That's, <laughs> that, that was our choice. All right. That's fine.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I think that's more like a cause that's a universal release as well, right? The nice one. Oh, pardon me. Um universal really just like how 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 do how do we market this? Um like like you, you look at like trailers for their Fast and Furious movies and their marketing is basically like, let's just basically show you like a three minute version of the movie. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, like I know that uh I think Lee Winnell was also kind of like uh a bit irritated about the trailers for the invisible man. It was like,
1: I was irritated too. That's the, the only thing is I will say about that is um I, I avoided the trailer that day and then I saw it um, in front of, I want to say, Us that night. And then um, I was like, oh, great. So they just showed me all of the Invisible Man. And then I watched it, and I'm like, oh, no, they actually showed me, like... Uh, they did. They really did just show a tiny bit. It just seems like they gave it all away.
0: Yeah. Um, and, uh, he, he 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 essentially uh, went public and stated that, uh, oh, no, we, we have much more surprises. Like, you know, it's not really spoiling that much, but you could tell he was irritated that, like, you know, they, they showed what they did. um, And, you know, it's just, like, yeah, like, I, I don't understand why the fuck companies feel like they, they have to basically show you a condensed version of the movie in, in order to uh, get you into the theaters to see it. Like, <laughs> like that's basically what they, I remember, really, that that's essentially what they did with uh, Vin Diesel's Bloodshot movie.
1: <laughs> uh, where,
0: where it's just like this 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 is two and a half minutes is just, is basically the movie.
1: And, and uh, if I had just seen that two and a half minutes, that would have been a better experience.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Patrick is one hundred percent correct on that assessment. Uh uh that was a waste of time. Um, particularly I it, someone yeah, I enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just sorry like... to any
1: Bloodshot fans out there, but I am not into it. But
0: <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, I, I, I actually am a big uh, fan of uh, the the character of Bloodshot. No, no, no I meant
1: like the movie Bloodshot. I don't mean the character. Like, the character is fine. It's just like it's one of the many when like they do like um, like indie comics movies. Like it's such a fucking crapshoot. Like. Cause this will, I know, upset people, and by people I mean Chris and Andy. But like, um, like the fucking Spawn movie, I fucking can't fucking stand. But like, I mean, it's, but but at the same time, you also get like Scott Pilgrim, which is like rad. So it's like it's such a crapshoot with indie. Whereas like Marvel and DC, you basically have an idea, like you have an idea when you're going in. Whereas like with a fucking like, whether it be image, whether it be like fucking, um valiant whatever the hell you just you have no idea what you're getting into before you walk in it's like it's like the wild west
0: Nah, yeah most definitely um the 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 thing that pissed me off about the the bloodshot movie though they just basically took the basic elements of the character and just used it to make a vin diesel movie well you know shit like 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 like, it's like yeah but there are like other elements that the in there that would have made this so much cooler and better and they decided not to use that just like they just use like you know they 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 took this and then like yeah we you know we don't want to do that we don't want to do that we don't want to do that we just use like just the the most basic elements of the character and then just slap it on a, a Vin Diesel movie and it's just like oh well Vin Diesel's playing the superhero is like have you not watched the Fast and Furious franchise yes. like no I remember it, like that
1: was when I saw Fast and Furious six um there was the whole point when he um like, jumps out of the car to get um, letty in midair, and then um, get like he, the another windshield of another car is what breaks his fall, and he walks away fine. And I was like, Do I believe that Captain America could do that? Yes, I do. Do I believe regular ass Dom Toretto without access to the super soldier serum can do that? No, I don't at all. That's so fucking weird, dude. They, they, everyone thought this was okay. Like there's a level of like ridiculousness I was willing to accept in Fast Five that like they were just like, Oh, we're gonna go even harder. And I'm like, oh Jesus.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, now now it's just like it's they're just full on ridiculous. Like I still have yet to watch that fast X. I, I actually you, like said, Fast X, yeah. Yeah. I know I know you said you liked it and um
1: And I hate Literier generally, so like that's actually saying something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I know uh Chris uh said he liked it too. That means which... <laughs> no, like like um because I, I know he hated uh, uh Fast 9.
1: I don't like Fast 9. I wouldn't say I hated it.
0: Yeah, I I don't I didn't hate it, but it's just like I remember being in a the theater and like this 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 sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it doesn't suck hard, but it it, it kind of sucks. Um, which, which shows that, uh, uh, it's like a, like a, like a born franchise thing where it's just like, um, when the creatives move on from the writer who, who has probably been the most important aspect, but like, it shows like, you know, when they did Jason Bourne without, uh, Tony Gilroy. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, hey, we don't need him. We're going to craft the story and like, yeah, fucking, uh, Matt Damon's coming back and fucking, um. Greengrass, so, yeah, yeah green grass is coming back we don't need tony gilroy the the fantastic writer who who made the, the amazing michael clayton uh we we don't need him and then you watch jason bourne and it's like yeah you kind of did cuz <laughs> <You know? laughs> cuz this kind of sucks you know what I'm saying this this is this is this is borderline terrible you know, and it's like I remember it was just like it was such a big deal when they returned because it's like, oh like yeah, we could forget about the Bourne legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like we forget about Jeremy Renner. Um we we need Matt Damon and Greengrass back, you know what I'm saying? We don't need Tony Geroy and like that writing was awful in that movie. I like, haven't seen
1: that, so I can't speak to it. I literally like I because I've never been like the biggest Bourne fan anyway, so I just like I was like, once they like finished the trilogy, because I didn't like watch them in the the one when I saw in theaters was the first one, and I saw the second and third ones like on DVD, and then it was like when it was done, I was like, yeah, all right, I'm done. And then they were like, we're doing another one. I'm like, yeah, that's I don't care. And then it was just like, oh, we're doing one with Matt Damon. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I don't understand what the fuck do you understand about me saying I don't care? Like, stop giving me more of this thing I don't want. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) no, you know, you know, you know, it was the thing that I, I immediately knew we were in trouble. Because uh, I saw it on a date, and uh, it was the choice was that Jason Bourne or Suicide Squad. And my date chose Jason Bourne because she was like, Oh, I could, you know, we could see Suicide Squad whenever, you know, saying, uh, Let's go see Jason Bourne. And then, uh, there's a scene where uh, Matt Damon uh, meets up with a uh, Julia Stiles character, and you know, she contacted me, like, why are you, like, Why are you contacting me? You know, leave me alone. And she goes, "Uh, oh, it's 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 about your father, and, and his involvement with this this whole thing." And I was just like, "Oh no, <laughs> they're going the parent route." The and you know like the, the when a franchise brings up parents in it, you know, what I'm saying in in the plot line that is that is a lazy, uh, writer's move. That is like we have nothing. That, that we could think of so we'll just bring it back to the parents either the mother or the father and this is like what she said it's about your father And it's like oh dear god we're in trouble um and then later on like this this is this, this this was the worst patrick this was the fucking worst uh there's a scene where uh born is talking to a hacker and he's like one of those like you know underground you know famous hackers you know infamous hackers and uh he has to talk to him for gaining information from him. and the, the hacker literally says to we we both want the same things born you know we're both after the same people you should join me and be on my side and and jason Bourne goes i'm not on your side and i'm like Oh my god. They literally had like fucking Star Wars dialogue and yeah. a fucking Jason Bourne movie. What the fuck am I watching right now? Can we leave? Is it too late to buy tickets for Suicide Squad? I want out of this motherfucker right now. This is awful. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, this is why you need a Tony Geroy. <laughs> like, Tony Gilroy would never write no shit like that.
1: Okay, so wait. Did we get on this based on the writer? Was that what happened here? Was it yeah, Keila Cooper. Okay, I was yeah. just curious. I was like, I don't remember. We were deep in the weeds. I
0: don't remember where we started. But go ahead. No, like, yeah, because, uh, yeah, like, like, like I was mentioning, um, it the uh, the Hellfest has you know has seen a you know an uptick in popularity because, like, you said, like, I I didn't even hear about this movie until I saw it sitting on the shelf. In um, uh, in a, in a Best Buy where I bought it, and I went to completely blind. I, I had no, you know, knowledge of this movie's existence until then, but then, uh, *Malignant* came out, and you know, it was, you know, it was a sensation. Uh, like people were talking about it everywhere, and and uh, it's like you know, you, you go through the writers and all that stuff. You see James Wan and, and his wife, uh, were create the story, but Akila wrote the um. The screenplay, and like, oh my god, who wrote this? This is this is amazing. Like, who wrote this? You know what I'm saying? And then looking at her filmography, you know what I'm saying? Like her past work is. She's like, oh, she also wrote Hellfest. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure that's what a lot of people did as well. Like, just, I honestly
1: don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Like, it's, it's it went from being something that nobody talked about to all of a sudden, like I'll keep seeing people post things where they're like, um now watching first time and it's hellfest and i was like fuck yeah man like whatever the fuck got you in the door i don't care how the fuck you got there i'm just glad that you're showing up
0: yeah no yeah yeah totally um but like like i that th- th- i feel that that's probably what is leading to a lot of people discovering hellfest is that they, they're just like they watch malignant and was like who who wrote this and then discovering it's her or it's like it could have been like when when Megan was coming out and we were all uh, you know starting shit because it's like what why why did you guys not mention that uh, Akilah Cooper was the, was a writer on Megan and, and it was like well who's Akilah Cooper and then they look it up and they say oh she she also wrote Health Fest but she well, was one of the writers I mean, on yeah, Health Fest yeah
1: tr- I mean truth be told that's the thing is like it's like also I feel like the writer very rarely like sells like even like I, mean, I guess if it, you'd be like a movie nerd. But, like it very rarely, like it's like, um, like we like, like, okay, like, for instance, um, like,, um, when they first announced into Wonderful Knife, all I needed to know was that Michael Kennedy wrote it. Yeah. as soon as I saw that name, I was set. um, but like, there is, and there is people like that, like like the Cooper is another example. Um, but I feel like to regular people like even directors most people don't know it's like um like for instance um like i think um like this year like oppenheimer sold based on being a christopher nolan movie right whereas barbie did not sell based on being a greta gerwig movie it sold based on being a barbie movie um but there was like nerds like myself who were sold based on being a greta gerwig movie like that wasn't like the main audience like yeah. So it's like, I feel like creatives um, matter to like movie geeks, but like most of the time, unless you have like, you've turned your name into a brand and it's impeccable, your record, like it's very, very fucking difficult to get people to like give a shit about creatives if they're just regular people who don't care about
0: movies. No, no, you're you're absolutely right. The 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 with the with the Barbie thing, not not with me. It wasn't just the fact that it was directed by Greta Gerwig; is that it was written by her and Noah, Noah Baumbach. Yeah, yeah, no. which which I found is the most fascinating aspect yes. of the movie because of the those like those are the last two people you would think would be writing a Barbie movie. And yet they did. And it made over a billion dollars. So it's just like, you know, now I'm I'm feeling now that's going to lead to her her name recognition. I mean, oh, it should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. With, with, with Greta, it should have because, you know, say her past two works are fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but like now it's just like, you know, obviously from the director of Barbie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Greta fucking Gerwig. She's She's amazing. Yes, she, she's absolutely amazing. Like, uh, I I've loved her since um. Well, she was she was in House of the Devil. Yes,
1: but I, that's but at where that, I first saw her. Yes,
0: yeah, that's where I first saw her too. But I obviously didn't know who she was then. Uh, but you know, she she basically became Greta like Greta fucking Gerwig to me after uh, Francis Ha, okay, uh, which is a movie I, I absolutely fucking adore. I love Francis Ha, which is also uh directed by by noah and she co-wrote with him yeah uh i, I love that movie and, and, and it's funny too because francis ha is where i first discovered uh adam driver oh okay uh, that makes sense yeah because because he has a uh, small role in there as one of her uh many roommates <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying <laughs> if you see francis Ha, you know francis has many roommates in in that movie like you know within the context of the story um and then, like, you know, now, like, you, you see Adam Driver, he's he's be, he's become the fucking man. Uh, and uh, the star of um, Beck and Wood's uh, second feature after uh, their first feature, which is the, the next feature in this discussion. Yes. Um, so, like, yeah, <laughs> let's get back to Hellfest because...
1: Well, but I mean, like, speaking of the creatives, like, I mean, Gregory Plotkin directed it, which most people I don't think wouldn't even know, but, like, he's most famous for being, like an editor yeah. but um he actually did um in addition to this um he did um i want to say it was the fifth paranormal committee movie which actually i liked um like most i feel like that was one of the ones that kind of got like i feel like okay and it's not i'm gonna say it's unfair but i feel like a lot of those kind of like got lumped into one category and that was the one that i kind of put into a different category also chris landon's um because he did four um, I believe. Um, but like, so it kind of showed cause it, cause the paranormal activity that Plotkin did was kind of the one that was like the most like monster movie because they show, they actually show a lot of stuff, which granted in many cases, I, the, the reason I think the first paranormal is scary and the scariest movie that I saw as an adult was because they didn't show me shit. But by the time that you were doing the fifth one, it doesn't bother me. Like you want to do something different and show the monsters and stuff. And like that, I thought they did. I thought that he did a good job with that. Um, and then he like did this, which again, I think is actually like, it's very like meat and potatoes, but it's not a fucking bad thing. Anyway, like I was just like, I think that like this movie, it has all the things that you would want in a movie from like the slashers from like the eighties where it's like, because again, like you have, like he does a good job of like making sure that you do care about all the characters. So therefore you do care when they're in peril. He does a good job of like making it. So like when you're doing the kills, like that they're all, they feel tense and they feel like it's it's, it's like, and I mean, the the usage of practical effects. Like um, one of my favorite kills of the last several years is um, when, um, I think Asher is his name, um, when he gets the fucking, cause the thing is like, I I actually should note this if people haven't seen it. There is, uh, basically, the the thing is that the killer, um, it's interesting because it's not like he has, like, a signature mask and a signature weapon. Like, they basically establish very quickly in the movie that he basically just takes um, the mask at whatever haunt he's at and then uses whatever weapons are nearby. Um, And one of the things that they establish in the movie is um, that, like, they have these, um, like, syringes that I guess are full of, like alcohol um yeah. like shots and he takes one of the syringes and like puts it into asher's eye and like the like the way it's shot and edited is fucking brilliant because only because i am a nerd do i see the seam, like where i can like i know when it stops being a regular guy and when it starts yeah, yeah. being a dummy yeah but it's like this. because it's really 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 well done like it's like it's and it's like and it's like so it's it feels it's almost like um kind of like um the shot in um zombie uh the fulci zombie like the little thing but it's like to me it's i prefer it because i don't care about fulci but um (laughs) but like also just because like as i said it like they do a really good job of um doing like the transition from a real person into an effect and because they do such a good job it's very easy to get invested in that kill um but also, like, as you, like, talked about earlier, like, um, the boyfriend, um, when he gets the fucking mallet, that's fucking gnarly. Like, um, when, uh, Bex Taylor-Klaus, uh, character, when she gets the fucking, um, uh, I want to say catapult, that's not wrong, uh, guillotine, um, yeah. on her, like, neck, like, that's, like, it's, 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 it's like, it, they're, they're really well, like, done, like, slasher kills. Which, like, in terms of, like, just the creativity of them, because, like, um, it's not necessarily about weaponry as much as it's about, like, just the building the tension, which is the way it should be. But it's not necessarily always the case. And it's not necessarily always a bad thing that it's not always the case, because I don't necessarily mind, like, some good old fucking slashers ripping through some motherfuckers. But, like, um, in this case, I just really like the way that, like, it kind of goes in terms of, like, the kills as being... Um, very, I guess because he's an editor, um, they're very like well crafted, like, they're very like, there's never any point in any of them where it's like that's the The only one that like doesn't completely work is Quinn's because it's so quick, or just like you just like stab, stab, and he's kind of done. Um, but 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 I mean, like, it doesn't bother me, but like, um, but I do love like the way that he he like stages and like for lack of a better term executes all those kills.
0: Nah, yeah, like, the, 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 um, the, the hypodermic needle death was one that I, uh, I, I liked a lot, um, Asher, that's right, yeah. is, is his name, um, it, 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 like, for, for, for a moment, I honestly thought that, because of, it, you are correct, it is so well done, that I thought they did it in a way like they did in a Once Upon a Time in Mexico, um, where uh they composited the the fake eye onto the real body like like they did the scene where um they they composite like they they had a dummy made uh came they the rodriguez had them make uh a full-fledged uh dummy of cheech marin's cheech marin's character uh with, with his eye missing because he's he, he's missing an eye in that movie he wears an eye patch and what he did was he basically, like, took out, like, digitally removed, like, the, um, the fucking, uh, the, 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 the missing eye from the dummy and just put it on Cheech Marin's actual face. And it's like, that's kind of a waste of, uh, an effect of, uh, KMB. K- They You know, they worked hard on that shit and you basically just used it as a digital placement on, on the, the real actor. So i thought that was doing it here but then it's like no that's an actual fucking dummy head that they made that they just stabbed in the fucking eye and yeah. like oh yeah that rules yeah um yes and uh should note that the effects were done uh, by tony gardner mm-hmm. um i i know definitely know he uh designed the, the 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 mask that the yeah. the, the other is is yes. the, the the name of the character the other um and I, I I like him as as a slasher villain because like yeah. he's one of he's one of those those great slasher villains that really just you know why is he doing this who knows and honestly it, it doesn't really fucking matter you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like that because uh, you know like that big thing is you know always when it comes to slasher villains why do they do what they do and you know that was what fucked up you know the Halloween franchise for for a while it was like they tried to give Michael a motive. I mean, but
1: it depends because like, I mean, there is times that it doesn't bother. me. like Scream, they all got like motivations, and that's fine. Like none of them I question; they're all good. But like, yeah, no, it's like it's like they. To, but to quote Scream, Scream, when he has like the little thing where he's just like talking about when um, like when Sydney asks him why, and he's just like, it's like, do you ever really know why Hannibal Lecter likes? To eat? He basically just, he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot scarier when there's no motive.
0: Yeah. The, yeah, it, it is definitely much scarier, and it, the the most this, the scariest aspect of of him uh, as a killer is that uh, when the the ending mm-hmm. where uh, he's just a regular guy, um, like like he does what he does, uh, and then he goes home, uh, puts his mask away, and then just goes and hugs his daughter. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Also, we never see his face. Yeah. Um, and like, Daddy, you're home. What did you bring me? And it's just like. That's terrifying that, you know, there's guys out there who, like, you could, you know, regular family man or whatever, and then they just go off and they do these heinous things. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, why do they do it? And it's just like, I don't know. Um, It's like uh, in uh, 8mm, where a Nicolas Cage character is going to uh, search for the machine who's the last person that was involved in the death of uh, the the girl in, in the snuff film. And, like, they have a confrontation outside I think in a in a cemetery that's right next to the, to, to his house and uh, oh like you know um uh daddy didn't beat me mommy didn't uh, uh, molest me or abuse me you know the, 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 you know he's essentially like there's there's no reason I I do these things because I want to because I like them you know what I'm saying and that right there is what makes characters like them more terrifying is just why do they do it because they want to you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Literally because they just like murder sick fuck who's who like murdering people and they get off on it. You know, I you know what I'm saying like which is why I always like eight millimeter because it was like the, the first movie to really put that out there, you know what I'm saying, where every every other horror movie is trying to give explanations to 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 their uh their killers, and it was just like, no. My explanation is I have none. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's, it's
1: like it's basically a real. They, they, I, I will say that's the other thing that I think is interesting is that they uh, also it's very much like an actual like serial killer type of thing where he like taking like trophies of, like he like because he, he takes obviously he takes the mask back, um, but like, like they show he has the little like chamber of masks. Yeah. Um, but he also has like little like trophies from like all of them. Like he has like their pictures. There's yeah. just somebody else. He has, like, their beads. Like, whatever. Um, so that actually feels, like, very, like, real-life serial killer-y. But, um, the way they do it in the movie, it's, like, because the thing is, like, um, it's, like, there's, like, there's a fine line, I feel like, um, where it's, like, if you do things that are, like, too... And I know there are people who appreciate this. So, like, I'm not, like, whatever. It's just, I am speaking for my own personal preferences. Um, but if you do things that are, like, too real-feeling, that it kind of stops being fun. Um... And Whereas, like, if you do things where it's, like, you're taking from real life, mm-hmm. but you're also, like, doing it in a kind of, a, like, a fun, like, slasher way, like, so it, it doesn't bother me. Like, it's, like, I'm like, really, like, that was, like, the whole thing is uh, my issue that I had, like, when they were, do- like, when Ryan Murphy was doing, like, real-life serial killers and stuff, I'm just, like, I don't want this. Like, I don't, this is not fun for me. Like, I don't want to think about the real-life killer. Like, it's not... That's fucking gross to me. Like, I don't want that. Whereas, like, fake murder, I'm all about. Like, it just, like, the thing is, it's like, I don't, I don't, I, think, I always think it's always funny, was, remember, um, my dad's, um, logic for why I couldn't watch horror movies, despite the fact that I was able to watch, like, fucking Commando and shit, um, was it would supposedly desensitize me to violence, which I was just, like, I mean, he was technically right and wrong, because, like, at a certain point, you watch enough horror movies, you don't, that's I was trying to explain to Zoe, Danny's daughter. Um, I was trying to explain to her at one point where I was like, if you watch a bunch of these at a certain point, you stop getting affected and you actually look for things to affect you. Like that makes you like happy to be freaked out, which I know sounds weird, but like that's the thing. Um, and so I was just like, so it's like in, on one hand it did desensitize me to like movie violence, sure. But like to real life violence, I don't, I still get upset. Like I remember like, um, like speaking of that bullshit like i remember i watched um there's like a documentary on richard ramirez that was on like i think it was on netflix and i watched it and literally like 5 minutes in i realized i had made a huge mistake because i was just like i don't like this like this is not for me like i don't like this re- like i don't want to think about like a real person doing real awful things to people i want to think about these actors being directed by this guy with this guy's effects like that makes me happy <laughs> like that oh, yeah. me, that brings me joy but like real life shit i'm like i don't want no part of that that's does not make that just that's fucking gross to
0: me Nah, yeah yeah i feel that um i um have no such reservations uh i'm i i i, I don't want to say enjoy because that sounds morbid as fuck <laughs>
1: um
0: but i i i thoroughly engage with both uh you know fake movie violence and real life true crime shit um like like and you know considering the neighborhood i grew up with there was violence all around and shit you know i was desensitized that way <laughs> you know so you know uh movie violence really didn't fucking matter to me and shit that's why i was like fucking uh watching robocop and total recall at six you know what i'm saying it's just you know little girl just got run over in the street her brain splattered on the floor outside my fucking window and shit when I was like five um you know this fucking Kenny getting exploded by blood squibs in the fucking boardroom in RoboCop it doesn't really matter you know what I'm saying it is what it is uh yeah um I you know I, I'm perfectly fine with both you know um To to be honest, though, like, if if you gave me a choice, though, if you, like, if you had, like, a a docuseries on uh, the Gainesville Ripper versus, like, watching Scream, I'm gonna choose Scream, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I'll eventually get to that docuseries at at some point, but Scream will, will come first, you know what I'm saying, because it's just, like, yeah, you know, I'd rather sit there, like, you know, for... Hundred ten minutes, the the length of Scream and shit, and watch a, something that's meant to be enjoyable to a certain extent, and not something that's just you know uh, basically the thrashes the soul and shit for the yeah. rest of the day. <laughs> you know, I I, I, th- I think I think I would I, I would like that better. Well, um, yeah, I thoroughly uh, enjoy Hellfest, and uh, I. You know what I'm saying? I I just wanted to say that uh, to the director Gregory Plotkin. Um, uh, we hope you listen to this episode and see that uh, you're very wrong to come down on Patrick like that because uh, he very much enjoys the movie. Uh, He very much likes the movie. Uh, I like it too. Um, We we just wanted to make that a note. That uh, I mean, and we you obviously like. I mean, I seen the tweet, so it's like you know he didn't have really any ill will. He was just kind of like, um. Oh all right you know so you like this movie better than my movie okay you know whatever you know but uh no we like it a lot we we, we like it we like your movie a lot particularly patrick who was like the 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 one man on on the hill the defending hellfest for years before like you know everyone like you know started to rediscover it and um yeah yeah that was fucked up <laughs>
1: with um the movie that anyone who follows me on twitter or any social media or just talks to me in life um you will see come up or hear come up at least probably once a day um in you know just any given situation uh in beckinwood's uh i would i would say at this point even though it's only been like uh four years they're a mortal haunt um, it's like um, like what about the uh, like Hellfest? Where Hellfest, I mean, obviously predates Haunt. Um, but I mean, I guess arguably you could say they're both kind of doing riffs on the Funhouse. But to me, like the best execution of this concept is Haunt. Like, well, I remember when I first saw it? Um, it was like almost kind of. One of those occasions where, um, like, I said, like, like like uh, I with Batman Begins, where, like, when I saw Batman Begins in the theater, I was literally sitting there, and it was, like, there was one point where I felt like somebody, like, cracked my head open, like, like, lock and key style, and were like, hey, Pat, like, what kind of Batman movie do you want to see? And they just made that movie, and that was Batman Begins. It was, like, when I saw Haunt, it was, like, somebody had, like, cracked my head open and just, like, threw up everything that I would want like it's like every everything about it from top to bottom is just to me about as close as perfect as like horror has gotten in like recent years like it is and I still feel like it's kind of underrated like because it's like I feel like it gets kind of like it gets mentioned but like not to the extent that I feel like it deserves to. Like it sh- to me, it should be in the same breath as like some of the bigger fucking movies the last couple of years. Um, because like it is like to me, it is the perfect fucking. And, the, and uh, like even to like the extent like um like I thoroughly enjoy the terrifier movies, but like this, with the exception of what we're doing next week, um is probably the most perfect. Um, Halloween movie of the last like at least twenty years, probably since like John Carpenter's initial like it just it's it's to me, it is exactly what you would want in a horror movie and it is just I don't know, it's just it's aesthetically perfect. It's fucking just the intensity is amazing. The cast is fucking rad. like this just I fucking love Haunt. <laughs>
0: no yeah keep talking i'm I'm gonna sit this one out like this, this is, <laughs> no this this is patrick's uh the, 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 this is the moment that he's been waiting for since the <laughs> since the inception of this show is to talk about haunt so i mean no, i no, can I... keep
1: going if you'd like
0: but <laughs> <laughs> no no i don't know I, I should note that uh this is the first movie i think you recommended to me mm-hmm. um because we, we we've been friends for a while to the point where uh i think it was released on blu-ray and um Like we we be talking, we talked about movies, you know, movies we liked uh, a lot. But um, there there was movies that we've already seen, like you know what I'm saying, and uh, you know, movies we both love. This is the first time where uh, you you would like, oh yeah, haunt haunt this fucking rad, Uh, uh, haunt rules, haunt haunt haunt. Um, And I was uh, in um, I was at Union Square. There's a store they call Forbidden Planet. and They have it's a it's a it's primarily known as as a comic book store but uh they 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 sell blu-rays and dvds in there as well and uh i was in there and uh i remember seeing the the uh copy of haunt and i think it was like they 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 had it early too it was like maybe two weeks before uh it it was officially released and um i remember taking a picture of sending to you is like this the one you talk about and you're like yes yes that is it that is it and uh I was like, "Should I get this?" Like, yes, yes, you should. You should buy that. Yes, you very much should. Um, also, like Hellfest, uh, I I knew nothing of this movie's existence until uh, I I found it on the shelf. So, like like Hellfest, I went into this completely one hundred percent blind. And uh, I I agree with Patrick's Sin- sentiments. Uh, although, as we stated, we we very much like Hellfest. This is the the better of the two, um, because I was uh, riveted but by this movie all the way through like the, the 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 horror sequences are just incredibly effective to the point where um I was invited to go to a haunt the next week and I was like yeah no I'm not fucking doing that you can forget <laughs> it you can fucking forget it uh and then I explained it to them, and nobody wanted to go either say <laughs> you know, so after I explained haunt to them it was like yeah you know that's that, that sounds fucked up and I'm like yeah it's. it sounds very fucked up it, it, a lot of everything that happened in this movie was fucked up um yeah i thoroughly i, I think that's where probably the first eclipse where because we are we do we like to say movies but like we, we we realized that we we had the taste enough to where it's just like if if we recommend each other something like you know like if if is this comes up a lot now? It's, well, if Patrick says I like the movie, it's like I know I got to watch it now. You know what I'm saying? Because he he liked it, so it, nine times out of ten, I'm going to like it.
1: To the it. extent you gave me shit for it, like I was not making you watch the babysitter. If you made that choice, that is up to you. I just mentioned I like the film.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but it's like you you and my taste is like. Like not the exactly the same because we do differ on on, on things. Like, well, I mean, I think that's why the show works is because we, we will love the same movie but for different reasons. You know what I'm saying? Or it's just like we we'll, we'll, we'll like it. Uh, I'll like it more than you, or you'll like it more than me. Um, but like we we have such similar tastes and shit. So I know it's like uh, if if he recommends me a movie, you know what I'm saying, or or if he even likes it. Uh, I'll know I'll probably like it too and that started with this one because uh it was like yeah yeah watch it it's it, it's rad and I watched it and I was like yeah this is really fucking rad you know what I'm saying and then uh um I remember like like uh when Halloween ends came out and I and I liked it and he was like that's the, the that's the one opinion I give a fuck about I don't give a fuck about anybody to else.
1: the extent that I accidentally started a whole thing that I did not mean to where like I said that just because like I, okay, it's like the thing that, like, um, we talked about recently where, like, um, when we haven't covered Halloween Kills yet, but, um, we talked about it to some extent when we talked about Halloween Ends, where, like, basically when you first watched it, um, you weren't, like, super into it, and then basically I just described why I liked it, and then you just kind of watched it through a different lens, and you liked it more, whatever, and because, like, from, like, the night of, like, its release, I loved it, I thought it was great. Um, but, like, everybody fucking just dogpiled on it, and, like, and that's fine, because I literally don't care. Like, it's, like, it's, like, I think people either think that I'm doing a bit, or, like, whatever, but I swear to God, I really don't, and, like, um, that's, like, when, like, and they said, like, you said, like, um, though there was like, a good moment in the Don Carpenter panel at Comic-Con when he said Halloween Kills was here at one, and you asked if I felt vindicated. I'm, like, I mean, it's cool that, like, he liked it, too, but, like, again, I don't care. Even if he had said he didn't like it, I wouldn't have given a fuck. Like, it just, like, I, it's, like, I just, I I. I like what I like. I don't like what I don't like. It's not like a, any kind of like, it's not something where I'm like, it's, it's something everybody started liking, like, let's say like Suicide Squad. I wouldn't something be like, ah, I was right all along. It'd be like, yeah, no, you guys, I mean, I'm glad that you guys like it now too. Like, good, good for you. You like good cinema. <laughs> like, like, what I, like, what do you want from me? So it's no. like, yeah, no, I don't, have, I don't have any like thing like that with it. So it's just like, I, well, like the only person whose opinion that like means, like, at least a, like, decent amount to me, um, is yours, uh, because our, like, stuff usually lines up so often, so it's, like, when I said, um, I really only care about your opinion, and it was taken as, like, an insult to people that I did not, I was not intending to insult, um, it wasn't meant to be, it literally was just me pointing out the way I feel, where, like, the thing that you just said, where it's like if you like something, I will probably like it, and like whatever. So it's like, I mean, granted, as you said, it's like it's not one hundred percent like one to one, but it's yeah. usually a pretty good indicator.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not exactly the same, but it's it's it incredibly similar to us. It's just like if 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 he says he likes something, uh, I'm most likely going to to dig it as well, you know, uh, and, and and vice versa. But, like, yeah, it, it it really started with this movie. It started with Haunt, where you, you recommended it to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, um, this is, this is Patrick's opinion. This is something that I'm going to have to take into account from here on and to the point where it's just, like, now I'm just, like, he watches a movie that I had no interest in. and It's just like, now I got to watch it because he <laughs> likes it.
1: <laughs> I mean, but, no, but, like, in this case, it's, like, I – it's funny because, like, I mean, I wouldn't say I would not like, blind per se because like i didn't know anything about it but like um i had seen like images and i was like oh that, that looks cool um but i hadn't actually like watched it uh all i really knew about it going into it was that it was um from the guys who wrote quiet place and i mean i liked quiet place but not to, like i didn't there's a weird thing with quiet place where because it like it was so popular and it made like so much money that like i was like I liked this movie but I feel like everyone else likes it so much more than I do um which I don't mean as like an insult but like it's just like I, th- I think it's a cool movie um I still want to do the episode we had planned at some point <laughs> um, that we canceled on the, last, on, the, on, the, on the last minute um but um like all I really knew was that it was those guys doing it and um which I mean I was like okay cool and then, like, I watched it, and again, it was, like, it was almost like a fucking, like, transformative experience watching it for the first time, where it's, like, the first time, again, it was just, like, they kind of, like, it's, because it's, it is funny, because it's also, it's, like, it's weird that, like, it's, um, as I said, I kind of pointed out, even though I I don't necessarily know that Lionsgate is a big studio, but, like, um, because, like, Hellfest is much more of, kind of, like, the big studio version of it, um, But, like, um, this is definitely, it feels more, like, real and raw and, like, dirty. And, like, I love the fact that, like, you're literally introduced into real-life horror before any actual horror happens. Right. Like, because the first time you're introduced to the main character, it's her abusive boyfriend throwing a fucking pumpkin at the door. um, And her best friend roommate um, coming to ask her about it. Um, and then you see that she's been abused and like, it's just like, whatever she gets, she gets convinced to go out. Um, and then she sees devil, um, out there and thinks that is her boyfriend. Um, and ends up being enticed to go to the haunted house for like the, like the, um, like the, he clearly left the fires behind for, um, but it's like from there, it's like, then like, The boyfriend is, like, following them. They find the haunted house by accident. And it's just, like, it's all of this shit. It all feels like it could really happen. Like, it feels like real life. It's, like, when you actually get into the horror stuff, it's already very intense. But to me, it's even more heightened because it feels so real, like, when you're walking into it. Especially when the fact that, like, you show um, at the beginning, like, the way that kind of, like, a hot minute everyone is just treating it like a regular haunted house because obviously they don't know um, what it is. So like when they see the girl get like fucking murdered by the witch, every, you're, like, you're with the uh, the the crowd, like the, the group that you're with in like, you're like, oh, this is fun, whatever. Even though like clearly something is weird and wrong. And then like, as it goes on, it's like you see the other side of that later in the movie and it becomes so much more disturbing. And like, then they just keep, fucking going on and like every fucking thing they do it's i was just like i it's the reason that like i feel like i'll probably be a Beacon Woods devotee for like the rest of my natural existence because it was like it just everything every like every choice they made is like as i'm saying like it it feels again it feels even though it's got a decent kind of reputation at this point it to me still feels like it doesn't have a great enough reputation because like I think, like, from the very, like, I mean, for one thing, it has, like, yes, the whole cast is good, but, like, the, the scariest villains, I would argue, in recent memory. Like, I can't think of any villains in horror that have legitimately scared me like the villains in this movie in I can't remember how long. Like, I, like, genuinely, like, even before they take the masks off and you see what they actually look like, and it's terrifying, all of them are so fucking dark and evil syndistic that it's just, like, it just, it's, and, like, but the, but the masks are so, like, kind of, and, like, their costumes are so, like, light and fun. And it's just this wonderful, like, dichotomy that I just, I, it just, it's, I think it's just, oh, my God, it's so good.
0: <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also like that the the uh, you know they they, they go above. Um... Oh, we 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 should note that uh, as a matter of fact, uh, go ahead and um, it, it's, it's because people I, I think view this more as a slasher movie, and uh, oh, we're obviously okay. discussing it in the monster section. So uh, if you could explain why um, we decided to put this in the the the, the monster section of the discussion.
1: Um, Well, my thing is, uh, for one thing, because, like, when you um, show... Like, when you finally have the introductions for the characters and, like, they're taking the masks off, um, they've clearly done extreme body modifications um, to turn themselves into um, the different, um, like, I guess, creatures they're um, playing. Um, So it's like, when you first see um, Devil it's like you like you see that he's literally turned his own face into this monstrous, devilish visage. Like, he's added spikes, he's blacked his own eyes, he has, like, um, tattoos of, like, the rows of teeth on his face, um, and then later on, when you um, see uh, the ghost, who calls himself Mitch, um, takes it off, and, like, he has, like, he's describing it as a work in progress, Um, His, like, nose is missing um, and been blacked out. Like, it's just, like, all of this. And, like, the witch has, like, done that. Like, the the clown tattooed and looks like he basically, like, fucking almost, like, um, a mix of the Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger Jokers to his, like, actual, like, smile. Mm. And, like, the only one that, like, um, obviously isn't is the vampire who apparently is, like, their, like, their their errands guy. (laughs) Like, their errand boy. Um... He doesn't have it, but all the rest of them, they're basically on the outside, like cute Halloween monsters on the inside of their masks, but also in their hearts are actual monsters. Like in fact, yeah. to, to go back to like the um, like thing we we're kind of talking about before, where it's just like, um, yes, there is like a taste of um, reality to the other in Hellfest. Um, in the way they're portraying him, these feel like real people. And also the fact that you never and it's why I pray to God they don't fucking I don't care if they do a sequel, but I swear to god if they ever explain anything, I'm gonna be very upset. Because yeah. like the thing that I love most is that you don't know anything. Like you don't know why they've done this, you don't know like why they've changed their like like their faces and their bodies. You don't know, you don't know any of it. It's, and it's so fucking scary as a result. Like, it's like, so you have, so there's nothing that says that isn't the fucking devil. There's nothing that says that that isn't fucking, like, basically Leatherface. Like, there's like, there's nothing that says any of them are not actual monsters. Like, you basically are presented with them as being actual monsters, and you are freely invited to go with that, I feel like.
0: Now, yeah, that's one of the things I did appreciate about this movie. I really, really did like about it is that you know, that their their masks are essentially the like cutesy Halloween masks. and then, but what's underneath is far more terrifying. You know, uh, it it, kinda, it also kind of reminded me of like uh, the the that Twilight Zone episode The Mask, mm. where where uh, like this whole family's forced to wear a mask. You know, what I'm saying for for a uh, duration of time and then when they take it off like their faces have been altered like hideously by the mask well and this one is, that's actually fucking worse than shit because like i said like you know he has guy has a cute devil mask cute ghost mask cute uh, clown mask and then they take them off and it's just like oh my god it's just inherently fucking worse you know, when you see what they actually look like you know as it's just like i, I like it because you know, it can be taken as a nice commentary in the fact that you know people are inherently Different underneath, you know what I'm saying, their exteriors. Uh, you know, you know, uh, on the outside, you know, I'm saying you you are who you perceive to be, but on the inside, you could be like better or worse. Like even the main character is is hiding behind a mask, per se, because you know, she she's going through, you know, uh involved in this relationship with this with this asshole who who's abusing her, and the first time we see her, she's covering up her black eye with, with makeup. And you know what i'm saying it it's 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 really smart that they they have her like you know they set it on Halloween, so she's basically wearing uh, a mask on her own face and, and you know in a in a, on a holiday where everyone is wearing a mask, you know what I'm saying, but like she's covering her true face, and everyone is basically is covering who they are you know what well, I'm the saying? thing that's
1: funny is actually in the case of them like the main characters, none of them are actually. Covering who they are, yeah. Um, like effectively, because you have, um, her who is doing that, um, like she's basically herself just trying to cover up the fact that she's in an abusive relationship, but she still basically is yeah. herself. Um, you have Nathan, who is a baseball player, um, being a baseball player for Halloween. Um, you have, um, the like the friend who is, um, like a medical student who's being a doctor you have the friend who's an actress being like an actor like so it's like they're all in costumes but they're like it's not far off from who they are as people and then you have it's on the other side you have people who are literally telling you who they are like the villains are telling you who they are but you just don't listen because you don't think you don't take it seriously because it's halloween it's fun but like you have a guy who is Extremely sadistic and evil, um, as the devil. And if you had caught into that with that level of respect, you might be okay now. I mean, probably not, but you might. Um, but because they didn't, they didn't like, they, they just assumed that everything was going to be okay. Um, and it cost them. It's like, it's funny because it's like, in both cases, you have these characters who are literally just dressing as who they are, but with wildly different endgames, <laughs> like...
0: No, yeah, yeah, most definitely. And, like, uh, I, I I, really, really like that. I also like how, you know, it's not one of, like, you know... I, I'm fine with... Uh, our villains in, in in horror movies not speaking like i'm perfectly fine with like not hearing a word being said from the other in Hellfest or like michael myers or chasing or anything but these these, these 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 villains uh clearly have no trouble speaking they you know they're not you know hyperverbal but like they, they, they do talk quite a bit you know what i'm saying and it's just like once you hear them speak it's just like oh, God, I wish you had stayed silent because hearing your voice is much more scarier.
1: And even more, like, it's like, like, Mitch, like, for example, like, um, at first you're kind of relieved to hear him speak because he seems very normal and he seems like he's, like, trying to, like, help them. And then you kind of, like, at a certain point realize that, like, holy shit, like, he is basically just setting you up to fall. Like, it's like he's right. not even like the other ones where it's, like, he's almost maybe the maybe the most sadistic, because he's not, like, trying, like, he's trying to make you think that he's going to help you. But in the the moment that he has a chance, he's going to rip your face off with a claw hammer. Which is fucking insane, by the way. <laughs> no,
0: nah, yeah, like, I, I think that makes him the most dangerous, you know what I'm saying? Because his, his voice is so inviting, you know what I'm saying? Like, you listen to him speak and, like, you, 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 it's, 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 it's a weird thing, like, you know, in a real life thing where it's just like, your your perceptions of people, you know what I'm saying, is just, you know, it depends on, like, how they present themselves, you know what I'm saying, until they fully, you know, truly reveal themselves to you, and that's what Mitch does. Because, like, you hear him speak, and, you know, it's, it's like, he sounds, he sounds like a guy you could trust, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't have, like, a decidedly creepy voice like the rest of them do. Like, you listen to Devil, like, uh, when Devil reveals himself to 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 the main character, where well, she thinks it's her abusive boyfriend, Sam, and then he takes his mask off, and who's Sam? And it's just like, like that's literally the voice of the fucking devil, you know what I'm saying? This this man literally has the voice of the devil. and Then like a clown speaks, you know, with uh, uh, to to Sam on the phone, and, and basically just you know, you're too late. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mitch is just like, oh man, this is. This is this is supposed to be real. This is fake, and then you realize, oh no, he he was fucking with them, and and now that they, they, they're they're fucked. Uh, particularly, uh, Matrix Resurrections, dude. Yes. Um, I remember when, when uh Matrix Resurrections came out, uh, uh, I think I started watching it first, and then you had followed like a little time later, and then and then while I was uh, midway through it, you you text me. Hey, it's the, it's the guy from haunt in here. And Patrick was so excited. <laughs>
1: I was. <laughs> it was the
0: that to me. I
1: actually really like the movie, don't get me wrong. Um we did an episode about it um on uh, Cinema Drunkies uh R- Resurrection's Rules. Uh having said that, the best fucking part <laughs> for me was seeing a Haunt fucking cast member show up. And not only show up, but have scenes with Keanu fucking Reeves. Like that's that's just awesome. That just makes me so happy.
0: No, and he's literally in the best parts of that movie, which mm-hmm. is the, the meta aspects with uh, you know, he's the one bullet time, bullet time. You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, which is which is uh uh, uh Lana's whole point and like her 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 scorn for. Uh, uh people who have misrepresented her movie for decades. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so he's literally in probably like the most important part of the movie. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, he's he he's he he gets fucked up real bad, dog.
1: That thing, yeah, like I was like the thing is like, another movie that like the other thing with this movie is um like the practical effects um are really I think are really really fucking gnarly and really really good. Um because it just it adds to the realism to me or the feel of it is that like the kills aren't elaborate. Like no. even the ones that are fucked up, like, um, like him, like getting his face ripped off by the claw hammer or, um, like the nurse getting, um, the, the pitchfork, uh, through her face, um, or for the for that matter, the actress getting the hot poker through her face, like all of it is presented in such a way that it feels real and it's not like it's sudden and it's like brutal and so it's like real violence like yeah. that's the one thing that one thing about like um horror is i love horror and like yeah no if you want to do big elaborate kill scenes i'm all about it don't get me wrong um but like to me the most like actually frightening stuff is the stuff that's very much like feels like real life like it's it's like it's sudden and it's brutal and it's over. Like it's not like it's not drawn out. It's just sudden, brutal, done, and that person's dead. And then yeah. it's like that. that's that's to me is so much more fucked up than anything else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you meant I meant to bring that up, and so I'm glad you did. Um, but Beck and Woods have a real love of fucking people up in the head, don't they? Uh, the um, The first the first time we see somebody getting fucked up, it's the when they when they arrive to the haunted the 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 girl gets a burn with a hot poker yeah. on her face and then um as you mentioned, uh actress gets stabbed in the head and it's like really just like you know, you're in and you're out. Stab and then the co- the curtains close and then what the fuck and then uh nurse gets the pitchfork in the head. um big dude gets his fucking and and still like the, the 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 face ripping is decidedly awful probably yes. like the most effective one but it's the fact that he puts it underneath like his top row of teeth yeah to rip his face off is, is, is I, th- I think i think that that's the most disturbing part of that that's where he starts ripping his face off from that like not from underneath the top lip underneath the top row of teeth is where he puts the the, the the claw part of the the hammer and then just rips his shit off and, and
1: on top of like, that it's like it's it's also that is i will say even though it's quick it's it is like it's very suspenseful because it's like i love like the, the moment when you see um kind of mitch the ghost switch whereas like you can kind of hear it in his voice when it like switches where like he kind of stops being normal and it's just like did you still really did you still want to see my face Yeah. And then, like... And it was just, like... And then instantly, you just see... Like, you can even feel... The the character sees, like, what's going on. He's just like, Mm. I just want to go home. Like, it's like, I just... I just... Please. And, like... And then he just, like, keeps going. And that makes it so much scarier to me. Where it's, like... The actual face ripping is horrible. But the lead-up to it... And then the fact that after you have the face ripping... You then see what his face looks like underneath the mask. And that's terrifying. So it's just, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, it just... And it's all very it's not. it's it's at most a couple minutes, but it's just it's so effectively handled in that time. Like it's so well done,
0: right. and like the, the scariest part of that is that his tone never changes. Like he still has the same tone of voice that he did when he first started speaking to them. It's just his 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 manner of speaking has now changed. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, like you know this is this is supposed to this happen. This is supposed to be fake. this you know, this isn't supposed to be real. And then, like he's talking, did you still want to see my face? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just he's he's so calm now. And it's just like, cause he got you right where he wants you. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that's <laughs> suddenly the moment where, oh, I'm fucked here. You know what I'm saying? You know? And, and, and I like how like, you know, it just cuts away and it cuts back and he's got him on the floor. And that's when he starts ripping his fucking face off. And it's just like, oh dude, gnarly. And it's like Becca Woods really. And then even the, the villains themselves, they get fucked up in the head. Devil gets half his fucking head blown off.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that's well, even before that, he gets his fucking eye taken out with the fucking key. Um, oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, she stabs him in the eye.
1: Yeah, uh, that's why, like, I love it. It's like, my fucking eye. Uh, it's like, weird, like, his voice goes like an octave. Yeah. Um, but I, I, but I, think, I mean, but yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I also think, uh, even the ones that aren't kills, like, the most fucking, to me, like, the most fucked up thing besides, um, the face rip, is, um, when she, uh, when Harper ends up in the room with the vampire, and there's, like, all, like, the fucking, like, super glue traps, and then there's, like, the fucking knife traps, and it's, like, all of this shit that's just, like, and, like, she, like, ends up, like, with her hands on the ground, and she just, like, pulled them off, and, like, their skin left behind, and just, like, it's so fucking gross, but it feel, you could feel it. Like, it's palpable. Like, it's not, like, something that, like, you don't know what it's like. Like, it's something that you can very easily, your brain can access that information, and it makes it so much fucking worse.
0: No, yeah, totally, totally. Also, um, the the, the, the fucking Home Alone style, uh, where she steps on the nail yes. is fucking grody. Like, it's like, it, it's, it's just like, it's, just, it's just also the same logic of Home Alone, except it's just like, one of them is more realistic, version of one is played for laughs and the other one is played for uh pure horror but they still well, just, my, I
1: remember I heard a thing once where like they once showed um Home Alone without the uh like the sound effects and people were horrified. <laughs> so I was like that does make sense. Cause like if you're just watching that without like the sound effects, it's like good lord, those men are being
0: murdered by that boy.
1: Whereas like you put funny sound effects on, it, it's like oh, look at him go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like um, I forgot I forgot what channel it was, but like there was a uh, a popular YouTube channel. Um, was it Screen Junkies? Uh, I don't I don't recall, but uh, they did a thing uh, was like real action where like they would like had a doctor examine uh, injuries in like action movies or like whatever movies and giving his opinion of what like, you know, the diagnosis of the injury would be and like, would they be able to survive it? So it's just like, uh, like they watch die hard and like, you know, they'll see like, Oh, like you know, lacerations and collarbone fracture. John McClane is dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how many times would it take? Uh, how many John McClanes would it take to to complete like this Die Hard secret? I like the 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 one where um, where they got to live free, uh, not live free and die hard, A good day to Die Hard. And uh, like the whole thing with them, uh, him and uh, his son jumping out the window and falling through the thing, the John McClain is super dead. <laughs> but they they did one for Home Alone two, um, and like how many Harry and Marv's would it take to 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 get through Home Alone two, and they got to like the brick scene in Home Alone two where Kevin is throwing the bricks at uh uh uh, uh Marv. And he keeps hitting him. So it's like, every time like he would get hit, Marv is dead. <laughs> and then he gets hit with another brick. Marv is dead. <laughs> like, so it was like, he got hit with like, what, five, six bricks? <laughs> it was like, every single one of them, Marv is dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a brick falling from that height onto someone's head. It's like, yeah, that man is deader than shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then it, and then it's all played for laughs. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And and it's funny too, because like if you compare it to the first Home Alone, it, it was first Home Alone, like, like that climax is silly, but it's a lot more grounded to the shit that happens to them in Home Alone 2. Yeah. Like the, that like that's where they started playing it for laughs and shit. Like this shit, like you know, with the micro machines and the paint cans and the and the stepping on the glass and the and and the fucking nail. You know, that shit. The burning of the hand. Like, that shit. But, like, you know, this motherfucker's in part two. He's throwing, like, what? Giant pipes into their face. <laughs> Bricks on their head. He's electrocuting them. <laughs> like, like, Kevin McAllister is a fucking murderer. Oh, no, like, yeah. Like,
1: I, I remember I, I said like to somebody recently, I was just like, Kevin McAllister, um, like, the first one, you could argue that he's just defending his home. The second one... Like at that point, he's just a psychopath. Like he's literally just trying to hurt these men. Like it's like at that point, like I don't know. He's 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 a deranged. Like he should be in a mental hospital now. Like they they should make him a slasher villain. Like if if we're gonna do like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, we should do a fucking like like a a little sub series
0: with fucking (laughs) Kevin McAllister. And, and you know something truth be told I think Macaulay Culkin would be down for that, no do that like if 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 they called him to say hey we're gonna do this he'd probably say i do that you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> I can see that I can totally see that like like, like the Home Alone, take it to like, like a Saw type thing and shit. And it's Kevin fucking just, just going around like, like thinking he's like a vigilante, fucking uh, killing uh, uh thieves and muggers and bandits and shit. And his fucking like, you know, uh, complicated like Punisher, traps. But he's
1: just like, and, but the, the, if the Punisher was Jigsaw, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that's how the, the Jigsaw sees himself anyway. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying, but you know. Like, like, I hate this fact, the thing that, we, like, oh, Jigsaw's an anti-hero. Like, no, the fuck, he is not. <laughs> like, yeah, like, the people he, he you know, he, he attacks are, like, are fucking fucked up people and shit, but... Uh... Yeah, no, he's he's a fucking psychopath through and through, you know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's let's not forget that. You know what I'm saying? Fucking anti-hero, my ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like it's just a complete uh, misunderstanding of the entire Saul franchise. You're on 10 and you still misunderstand who this fucking character is. Like uh, and from what I hear, Saul, like, you no, know, we, we sympathize him and it's just like he's still a fucking monster. There's those you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. It's, well
1: i will say though the thing that the, this movie has is actually you mentioned saw is i feel like this kind of does a similar thing because we covered the collector and i was like the collector was basically as i said then is kind of like um a mix of slasher elements it basically was making a slasher in a torture porn age yeah um and i, I do think it's funny that people are like are now saying like saw was never torture porn I'm, like whatever man Um, but, like, um, that's what The Collector was. This, I feel like, is taking kind of the lessons from that era, um, and then just kind of taking the lessons from the movies of, like, the 80s, like, the horror movies of the 80s, and finding a way to kind of blend them even further. So it's not even, like... Like, cause it's like in terms of like the collector, it's very much like um, as I said, it's, it's marrying those two elements. Um, mm. But it's very clear that those are the elements. Um, this I feel like is how you take those elements, but you synthesize them into something completely new, instead of just being like kind of a marriage, it's like you brundleflood them together. It's like yeah. it's like you don't you don't know where, kind of the influences came from you can like see the echoes of them that's why i thought it was funny i mean like one of the reviews that i read for this was like um very obvious its influences and i'm like i mean i guess but like i also feel like this is also very wholly original um like because i don't I, i can't think of anything else really kind of like i mean i guess like as i said like people can mention funhouse and that's fine um but i feel like this really, there's nothing else comparable. Like even like Hellfest, I feel like it's the same concept, but just done and it executed in a very different manner.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it's like, I don't know, to me, it's just that's why I always kind of champion it, because it it feels so of its own thing. And I feel like that should mm-hmm. be championed. Like, that's like what drives me fucking insane. Like we just had this conversation off mic, and we had this conversation on Twitter the other day, where it's like, um, I was about the strangers panel that I went to at comic con and um basically um the main thing I gleaned from that panel is basically they're going to try to make the strangers again but they're going to answer all the questions which basically is a fundamental ins- under- misunderstanding of that concept but fine yeah. but like I the thing I was saying is like I remember um Diego being like um I mean I would rather have something new and I was like I completely understand because I agree with you but I also understand the studio logic after years of whenever they try to put a fresh spin on something and people screeching at them for it and being like this isn't that thing that I I've treasured right um the idea of doing something uh fresh and original especially in horror I feel like should be championed at
0: all costs <laughs> oh absolutely yeah no absolutely like you know uh, something I I I remember me and Erica were talking about after Halloween Ends came out and like, you know, and the whole hoopla surrounding that and just, you know, and she was like, I, I don't understand why people didn't like it. And I was like, you know, th- this is going to sound incredibly derogatory, but fuck it. Um, horror fans love nothing more than repetition. You know?
1: I mean, I, I, mean, I think there's a generalization. Like, I don't think you're necessarily wrong, but I think there's also, like, the, the, the if anything, last year taught us was like also think that that that's not necessarily true because also you have something like smile made a kajillion dollars there's really yeah. nothing like there's nothing like like else like smile so it's like it's i, I mean i definitely think that like, there is an element of that but also i think horror fans more than any other as far as i can really think of um as far as like fan bases go um are more open to like kind of growth and change and originality whereas like you have people like and again Sorry, Andy and Chris. But like, um, like Star Wars fans, where it's just like, no, I want this exact thing again. And I'm just like, but you can watch it It exists. Just go take it off the shelf. And like, no, I want this exact thing again. And it's like, okay, I guess, whatever. Um, Whereas I feel like horror fans are more open to being like, yes, we want like, Let's say like another Friday thirteenth, but like we want it in like a different way. Like we don't want you just to give me the same thing again. So it's like I will. So it's like I definitely think that like there's an element of that where like people want kind of that warm blanket, but also I feel like horror fans are less like precious about that shit.
0: No, no, you're right. It's it's just a thing that you know when even when they get slight deviations from what they're used to, like. I feel like, and not, this is not all horror fans. But to like, be fair, you know. I will
1: also to say to your point, though, um, you actually are, it's funny, that, like, there's a bunch of people that, like, because you're speaking of Halloween ends, there's a bunch of people that are telling on themselves. Because the main thing that I kept seeing when they were talking about the bidding war for the Halloween rights was everybody being, like, I want it to be something new and different and no Michael Myers. I want to be like Halloween 3. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. Because you de- you got a movie that wasn't focused on Michael Myers and you lost your fucking minds. Right. So fuck you, you fucking hypocrites.
0: Exactly. You know, you know what I think it was, right? You know what it was? It was just like, I mean I honestly think people uh, would have come out against the movie anyway but you you know where the the the, the all the scorn comes from right the that that one scene in the fucking the sewer where Corey uh, beats up Michael Myers and steals his mask yeah. cuz they felt like oh that's a desecration of the character of Michael Myers and this is like but like you, here you are, it's like oh no more Michael Myers, and it's just like but you you were literally just crying because this this movie you felt like this movie disrespected him, but you're like oh yeah let him lay to rest and shit you know and like oh like like also like. It it's hilarious because they was like, oh, it's the, you know the last film in the franchise. No, the fuck it, it's not. No,
1: of course. Not.
0: Like like if if you think that this is the final time we're going to see Michael Myers, you're you're. No, you're... the only thing I
1: think is funny is I was trying to explain this to me the other day because I was talking about like um when I was at Comic Con, like somebody was because it was I they had just come out that um Miramax. At the eleventh hour had beat out A twenty four for the rights. Yeah, and like I was just like um, talking about how people wanted the like, no Michael Myers. Will they say? Um, but I was like, yeah. The problem with that being, they aren't buying Halloween because anyone can make a Halloween movie. Haunt is a Halloween movie. Terrifier exactly. is a Halloween movie. Um, they're buying Michael Myers. Mm. So if you think that they're not going to use Michael Myers and they're paying the kind of money that was a bidding war, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you're either very naive or you're very stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, most definitely. But, like, yeah, going to, to 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 my original point was that even when there are slight, slight, slight deviations, like look at something like uh, Friday 13 Part 5, where for years I didn't watch it because I was told, like, oh, it was terrible and that, that, that stuff because Jason's not the killer. And it's, like, it, it is literally the same old Friday the 13th movie is just with a different killer. But Roy is And not literally... even,
1: because it's, like, they literally, like, they give you the impression. The only reason that, to me, bothered me was it's, like, um it's just, it builds you up for every other Friday the movie and then they they just take it away at the end and that bothered me um but now i just accept it on its own terms but i definitely i understand your point
0: no like yeah and it was just like this is this is the same shit you've been getting for for the past four movies but because it's not jason you're you're mad and you consider it to, i mean obviously now you know op, you know opinion has started to you know, change on it. Yeah, it's like the like, Halloween
1: Three thing, where it's like yeah. people used to. It's like Halloween Three. is kind of like the Dean Malenko of um, horror movies, which no one even get that <laughs> reference. Um, whereas, like for so I got long, it. people like were like talk about how underrated it is. That eventually, it kind of became overrated, which isn't an insult to it. I love that movie, but um, it's like for so long, people were like, "It's underrated. It's underrated. It's underrated. It's like it's, it's 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 so good. It's it's underrated." Blah blah. And then, like, so like, to the extent that. But like, when people finally kind of would have, like watched it again, it was just like, "Oh, this is fucking great." It's like, yeah, well, it always was. It just everyone collectively wanted Michael Myers. And I, I was actually trying to explain this to Danny the other day because like when um I thought they were going to show Halloween three on Last Drive In, and she was like, "Cause she has she's only seen the original Halloween so far." And she was like, Would I need to see Halloween 2 first? And I was like, Oh, oh, babe. Uh, <laughs> I was like, There's a whole fucking story that I had to go into now. So the short answer is no, you do not need to see Halloween 2 first.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and yes, I did get that D. Malenko reference. <laughs> uh, Prepared because uh, D. Malenko is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, so I, I, I very much understand. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just like that. That that's that's a point. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, and w- but to Horn's credit, like it does that thing that, that that you were talking about, where it's like, um, there there, there are there there are familiar elements in it. But it's 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 like it's it's it makes sense. Like people are like oh you, you know you're going off on a tangent, but it makes sense that we we're talking about how the Halloween franchise because, in my opinion, haunt what haunt does with its the, the elements that it contains in here is the same thing that the original Halloween did, where is it's like a marriage of familiar elements that came before it, and it borderline perfects them in a way. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not about the element, like the familiar. The familiar elements are there to get you through the door, but it's you know what makes the movie work. It's all in the execution, like with Carpenter in the original Halloween. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, like this was from Black Christmas, Texas Chainsaw, you know, Psycho, you know, Peeping Tom, but that doesn't really matter because like Carpenter what Carpenter did was he put all those elements into a blender and he made cinematic perfection. You know, it wasn't the elements, you know, the elements is what gets through the door. It's his execution that keep us coming back through the door. And I feel like Beckham Woods do the same thing here where they like, you know, they take elements, you know, what I'm saying like the fun house, you know, what I'm saying that's like, you know, uh, like, like you said, like tor- tor- torture, torture, saw type stuff in here. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the way they handle it is is highly original. To, to, to where this is like that's what keeps us coming back to haunt and i feel like will keep us coming back you know when because like you said it's not as it's a shame it's not as well known as like hellfest even and even though like we say the hellfest is like its reputation is growing um it's it's still uh more well known than haunt and it, that's a shame like like i said i didn't know i didn't know about this movie's fucking existence at all until you recommended it to me and then but i feel like it's it's getting there slowly but surely because I, I showed you i went to a archive in connecticut to to to, to take advantage of the sale because that's vinegar syndromes uh um in-house store uh and when i walked in they were showing haunt on uh, the, the the screen that they have in there. And I, remember I took a picture, the, look what they're showing in here. And you were like, rad! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and it's just like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it's it's like, it's like that indie band, you know what I'm saying, that the, yes. everyone enjoys, you know what I'm saying? That, that like, hasn't gotten there yet. But I feel like eventually, like, you know, the more people bring it up and talk about it. I mean, oh, that's
1: why, like, when it literally this entire um, month like and even before i guess it, like, even like in the last month whenever anyone <laughs> would ask for recommendation that was always the first fucking thing i said and if they said they had seen it then i would give you something else but like if you like ask for a recommendation the first answer i'm going to give you is haunt and like because like i i don't for me it's like everything you could possibly want like if if you watch it and you don't get the exact vibes that you wanted from halloween i don't know what to tell you like i was just like i don't understand you i don't think i can recommend anything else to you because i can't get on your wavelength but like because i like i feel like everyone that has seen it generally has a very positive reaction to it and this is a movie that actually it's funny because like, i was like i feel like it's almost kind of the inverse of quiet place where um everybody was like up quiet places ass and again it's not insult to quiet place i like quiet place but, like, everybody was, like, up Quiet Place's ass, and um, I, the studio instantly was like, we need more Quiet Place. And I guess—and this is apocryphal, I wasn't in the room, but—or, um, but, uh, I guess, anecdotal. Um, that um, apparently when Beck and Woods took that meeting, they basically admonished the studio head for just making another fucking sequel rather than making a whole new property. And they put their money where their mouth is because then they did Haunt um, themselves, which was its own thing completely. Then they did 65 themselves, which was their own thing completely. So it's like the fact that they are willing to continue to give original material. It, it, okay. And even having said that, if they wanted to do another Haunt, I would not be mad. Like I would be like if there was like an, if you had a sequel, I would be super fucking down. I would be there on day fucking one. Like whatever I had to do, I would fucking see it immediately. But like also, if you wanted to just keep doing original shit every time at the gate, I would respect the hell out of you for that. Like, So it's like, I respect the hell out of you for making this. And if this is all I ever get, I'm super stoked with what you gave me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like they, 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 might go back, do, they might go back to that well and make a haunt, too, since uh, the reception of 65. Yeah. Uh, which which is a shame, because I actually did, like, 65. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I thought it was cool. No, yeah, like it. It it wasn't. It wasn't like you know, like a masterpiece. Like I mean,
1: to be fair, uh, the only the only problem was I walked into it, um, and okay. The reason I don't watch trailers, like pretty famously, is because I don't want expectations walking in a movie if I can help it. Yeah. The problem with C five is, I don't have any expectations of this film, but I have insane expectations because your last movie was Haunt, that you have to make something that lives up to Haunt, and if you don't live up to Haunt, I feel like you failed, and that's not fair. I freely admit that is not fair. I should not my brain should not do that. But it did. <laughs> so it's like I liked 65 but like I was expecting something on the level of haunt and to me it was not at that level. So I was just like it was fine but like that's not the movie's fault. Like yeah. I can't I can't fault the movie for that.
0: Yeah, like I said it's the it's the illmatic dilemma, you know what I'm yeah. saying when you produce a work it's so great that nothing you make after it will ever live up to it. Like I, I remember, I had the same issue with a uh, uh, Bullet to the Head, uh, the the Stallone Walter Hill uh, movie, because I was like, uh, just the expectation of having a star like Sylvester Stallone, uh, director like Walter Hill, and producer uh, Joe Silver coming together to, to 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 make a movie, you know, was just, as an action fan, that's just extraordinary. And then you watch the movie, and it's and it's kind of mid, you know what I'm saying. And it's like, well, I mean, that makes sense, you know what I'm saying, because uh, all three of them are are past their prime. Um, it's, it's 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 a fine film, but it's it's my expectations for it were extremely high, yeah, and it and it weren't met, and that's not the fault of the film, you know what I'm saying. It's it's. It it exists as is and it it's fine, but you know me like expecting like god tier material, you know what I'm saying was my fault. I set myself up for failure with that. Um, and uh, like I said, the uh, sixty five is fine. Uh, it's, it's enjoyable. Fucking uh, um, uh, Adam Driver versus dinosaurs. You know what yeah. I'm saying currently what on the...
1: Netflix. Give it give it a watch. Uh, I think the one thing that bums me out about Haunt was that um when it first um came out. It was like um a, it was it wasn't like a Shutter original but it was like a Shutter exclusive, um so you could just if you had Shutter that's usually the first thing I'd recommend to people when they got Shutter people whenever they, people get Shutter they're always just like what should I watch and it's the same thing as the recommendations for like horror I'm just like Haunt watch Haunt right now, um and then like I want to say it was like last year, um it came off Shutter, and um which is just a bummer. I mean, it's not a bummer to me, because I own it on both DVD and (laughs) Blu-ray. But, like, it is a bummer that I can't recommend it, because it's not as easy to find anymore. Um, I mean, I still recommend it to people, but, like, it's not as easy to find as it once was. Um, But it is... um, It's also, like, it was my favorite Joe Bob episode, too, and it bums me out that it's not available in that regard anymore, either. But um, it's just... I don't know. For me, it's, like, it's... It's just... I don't know. It's... Of all the things... You could ever want from something that takes because this is, again, like I, I love, uh, like last year we had Halloween Ends, we had Terrifier 2. I both of these are awesome. Like, uh, year before that, Halloween Kills, awesome. Like, there's so many things that it like take place at Halloween that I love, but like, um, I if I had to do a top three, uh, Haunt would be in the top three, um, and the original Halloween is my favorite horror movie. So like so like that's that's pretty fucking high praise. So what's just, the other one. Uh, trick or Treat. Oh, yeah. Um but it, um
0: yeah, with well, the Trick or Treat that comes up because we we literally last night discussed uh discussed uh, discuss, uh d- discussing that on this show as an alternate to our already planned uh Halloween uh special episode. Um uh I I would I mean, I mean, it really doesn't matter because I, I, I would be happy to do uh, both.
1: Oh no, we're doing, uh, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing not the original plan. Um, we're doing your <laughs> alternate plan. Um, I are we? Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, that, that definitely is a spoiler. We didn't say the with the slasher was, so it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So it's like I, yeah, no. So to me, to me, like. There's nothing not to like about haunt. Like, I think it's as close to, like, fucking perfect as I can, like, imagine in horror in recent times, and, like, it's just, it's fucking phenomenal as far as I'm concerned.
0: Nah, yeah, most definitely, I, I very much agree, like, and, like you know, speaking to that, like, you know, just a mention of Trick or Treat, uh, I literally mentioned on Twitter yesterday, like, um... Because there was a Twitter prompt where someone asked, like, if you could pick one movie to be, like, the best horror film of the 21st century, what would that be? And, like, you know, I I saw people picking Get Out uh, or or Nope, or you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, recent stuff, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Then people were picking, like, older stuff. Um, To me, uh, I, I chose Trick or Treat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I probably should say this one. Just, I
1: would say you're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> no,
0: like, no, but like, it, it, it gets into my point where it's like why, why, like, um, I, I did that, like, but particularly Haunt and um, the the movie that we have paired with Trick or Treat and that, like, what, what that one does and Trick or Treat does, and what, what I think Haunt does as well, very well, is that you know. Like, I love the Halloween franchise, but a lot of them are just slasher movies set on Halloween. They're not really representative of the holiday, which I feel Haunt does exceptionally well, is that, you know, it's it's a horror movie set on Halloween, but it's very representative of the holiday itself, like almost like a celebration of holiday and then showing like you know the the outright terrors that, that could come with the holiday you know what i'm saying where it's just like everyone's wearing a mask you know what i'm saying like what what terrors lie behind you know what i'm saying but Be- beneath that mask and that's probably i feel like haunts greatest attribute like the the the, the, the thing that works best for it. It, it in to me in my opinion is that you know it's it's a celebration of all these things you know what i'm saying you know horror but also like you know, the beauty of Halloween as a holiday, you know what I'm saying, and I that that's why this movie's tops for me so like yes i I, I you know once again agree with my brother here that uh haunt is one hundred percent fucking rad, and it's just you know that, that's that. <laughs>
1: So, anyway, um, we hope that you've enjoyed this conversation. We hope that you now, if you haven't watched Haunter Hellfest, are watching Haunter Hellfest at this exact moment, or at the very least are bringing them up on whatever streaming service you so choose, or renting them, whatever you got to do. You will not be disappointed, or if you are, um, please don't ever talk to me again. Um, (laughs) But, um if you uh, obviously are looking for other episodes um you can find us uh audible amazon music spotify is our home but uh apple Podcasts, basically any place that you can find podcasts uh and where you found the tips that you listening to currently you can find others there um you can also find us on um uh, twitter slash x primarily but also blue sky i try to post a lot on there as well um Facebook, we have a Facebook page now. Instagram I do a lot for at least I try. Um so basically any kind of social media platform, you can find oh, us there.
0: Yeah. Uh, also to note uh, our our TikTok is I was about now. to
1: get to TikTok. I was getting there. No, it <laughs> sounded like it
0: sounded like you was moving on. I just wanted no, to. No, I was about to get on, TikTok. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Um, and then uh we finally, because um Rob has started posting more and more uh stuff on TikTok. Um, so like our TikTok now finally has a purpose. So we literally are everywhere now, um, that I can think of at least. Um, so it's like, and I love our TikTok presence as much as I love any of our other social presences. Um, so yeah, so like basically, um, we're everywhere. We intend keep getting a further and further reach into everyone and, anyone possible's homes and ears and hearts a uh, home and we hope that you've enjoyed this pre-Halloween episode and hope that you also enjoy our next uh, proper Halloween special. Uh-oh.